0: Welcome to eAssist Growing Your Dental Business Podcast. Tune in as the experts in dental business share tips and tools to grow your practice. To learn more, visit dentalbilling.com. Please welcome our next guest.
1: Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us on the Growing Your Dental Business Podcast. Today, we welcome Angela Davis Sullivan from Florida, where we are gonna talk about ways to align your dental team and lower your stress. I have known Angela for many years and she has been helping dentists for more than 30 years, actually, with hands-on experience. She knows how to recognize, diagnose, and successfully treat common and uncommon challenges in the dental practice. Angela is a speaker, an author, an educator, and she loves tapping into her long-earned knowledge in helping dental practices any way that she can. Angela is recognized as an influencer in the industry. She is a certified John Maxwell speaker, coach, and trainer, and is frequently interviewed as a guest on podcasts such as this one. You can find her written articles in publications such as Dental Economics, The Observer, Dentistry Today, and others. So, hey, Angela, I'm excited to welcome you to the show today. Me too. It's so good to see you. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I love having you here today and I always love chatting with you. So one thing I noticed looking over your biography is that you have performed practically every function in the dental practice or on the dental team, maybe except for being the dentist or the hygienist. But I would love to know, I know, how did you get into
0: dentistry? Funny story. I had braces when I was like 13, 14, maybe 15 in that age bracket. And I loved going to the orthodontist. Uh, My orthodontist was really cute. So it was no problem to go. And I'm guessing this was the time when um, these offices started wearing matching uniforms and they just really did a lot of fun things. And every time I went, it, w- it was fun. It was a good experience. And through that, I decided I, I got to figure out how to get into dentistry. Cause this looks like fun. Doesn't look like work to me. And they changed my smile. So that affected me for the rest of my life. So all good stuff, but yeah, it started very young. That I was very interested in what they were doing there.
1: That's awesome. Love I love that. So, so when you got interested and then you got your first job, what did you start out as with your first job in industry then?
0: This is crazy because I was in high school. So I did start very, very young. We had a program in our high school where we could um, explore different uh, healthcare fields. I didn't need to explore. I knew I wanted to go into dentistry. So I ended up getting a little on the job, kind of observation, kind of thing through the high school at a general dental practice. And I loved it and they liked me. And the first job I did was I was the recare person. So you have to go way back into the 80s where we had postcards that were filled out and I had to go through and find the people's names and uh, mail those to them, or call them, and then flip through a huge appointment book to find the next appointment for them, and pull charts. So that's kind of where I started, and loved it. and it, And then the assistant was out one day, so the doctor said, "Angela, can you come here and and suction for me? I'll show you what to do." And the I was hooked. An hour into it, I was like, "Oh yeah, I got to get away from all that stuff at the front. I want to go back to the back." So, and then it was just a journey from there.
1: That's awesome. It sounds like then you've kind of moved into as office manager, you did a lot, you know, a lot of things It sounds like after that day.
0: And absolutely got to, you know, I got, I feel like I got to see it from beginning to, to end is I started in that front business team member and then assisting. And then at one point, you know, I'm hygiene coordinator and then a Expanding functions, dental assistant, and then it did that for years. And then really loved doing new patients, and was good at that. So then I became a new patient coordinator, and then I did some insurance. And then you know it just kind of kept evolving. And then I was an office manager um, at the end. So yeah, it it was a great. I just love dentistry, and every part of it, and every role was so important. I didn't feel like what I was doing ever was beneath anybody else. We were all taking great care of patients.
1: I love that. I think that's why you are so well rounded when you come together with dental teams, because you understand each piece of the puzzle and how they all fit together. I think that's such a that's just a huge compliment to you and your background and, and the knowledge that you bring to a dental team. When you're working with teams so one thing that i love about you angela is last year i remember seeing you at the dental entrepreneur women event and you were in a lot of pain you needed knee surgery and i feel like a big part of your personality is perseverance you you just kind of just went through that process that event you went attended all of the activities and i could tell you were in pain but yet you were determined to be there and to be present and to do all of the stuff. So I loved that you were there. So that's one thing I know about
0: you, Angela. Yeah, that's a great event. I didn't want to miss it. And I had my knee surgery the week I got back. So it was all good. For you, I,
1: well, I, you know, th- there's a lot to be said when we have good health, right? It's a we...
0: big difference.
1: Yeah, we can be our best selves when our health is, is cooperating. So absolutely. So I'm glad you're that's behind you and you're back on top of um, things with your health right now. So let's talk about some challenges that you help a dental team solve. Um, what would you say are some of the challenges that you help solve with the dental team?
0: You know, a lot of times I hear and doctors and team members just talking about, I just want a stable place to come work and know what's expected. And can we have a little bit of fun while we're doing it? Like, I don't want it to be a prison sentence while I'm here trying to take care of patients. And by stable, I think most team members are looking for clarity on expectations, um, you know, from top to bottom. And how, how do I know if I'm doing it? And nobody wants to be stressed to the max while they're there. I mean, dentistry is stressful enough. Let's not make it any worse.
1: yeah, there are there are a lot of stressful situation in the dental office. I mean, you think of every practitioner that has you know all of the things on their plate that they need to deal with every day and all the business decisions and how that does affect the team that affects the patients that are coming in. so, Sounds like you have come up with some ways to help teams get on the same page. Um, what, is, what are some things that you do to help teams kind of see eye to eye? I know team conflict can be a large disruptor in the dental practice. And so you work with a lot of dental teams when it comes to conflict.
0: Yeah, we do a lot of conflict stuff. Most people don't like that conversation anyways. Right. Um, and then doctors or leaders in the practice uh let a lot of things slide for too long. And then those would just become Sally's allowed to do that, and nobody says anything. And then it's the next person, oh well then she's allowed to do that, and nobody says anything about that. It just creates this environment that is always on edge. Right. Um, there's no unity because we're not on the same, we're not on the same page, we're doing different things. And I truly believe it affects the overall patient experience. Patients, people are intuitive. They can feel the energy that's in that office. Um, Even though you've got offices that think they're great at hiding it, and then others that just lay it out there. And patients are very in tune to that. So one of the things I really work hard on right from the beginning is with the doctor and working on leadership, number one, it starts at the top trickles down, we have that ripple effect or have the opportunity to have ripple effect and getting super clear of who we are as a team. So when we walk in this building, who are we? What do we stand for? What's our core values? Um, What's important to us? And what are our agreements as a team? How are we going to play this game? I mean, are we playing football? And some of us are playing soccer. And then one person's playing basketball. I mean, it just doesn't work. So getting them to to align in that respect first, and that comes with clarity from the top. And
1: I, I mean,
0: you go to systems because then it's like, so what is my job description? What are my responsibilities? Um, and that's not my job. Attitude doesn't work. You know those kind of things. But getting clear, I think, when we're not clear, stress goes up because then we're all looking at each other like, should I do that? Should you do that? I do it better, you are terrible at it. You know, we just, and then nobody does it. At the end of the day, it's like, oh, why, why didn't we do that? We're too busy talking about it.
1: Yeah, so. I think that's good. Sometimes there's a lot more freedom if you have guidelines in place of what everyone's role is because then it's like you can have a lot more fun in the dental practice if, if everyone kind of knows exactly what the expectation is. Um, exactly. Instead of always asking, like you say, having the discussion about, you know, what should we be doing? Who's in charge of that? Who's doing this? Who's doing that? So that's, I think that's great. So There are a lot of things in the dental practice other than the team that can cause a lot of stress. So how do you, what do you do to help lower the stress in a dental practice?
0: And that's the dream for every doctor and team member, I think. How can I lower the extra stress of running a practice, running a team, all the systems that, that take place? And a couple of things come to mind. It's leadership and then that trickle down effect of accountability and making sure that we are, we're picking the right team members. We're um, actually training team members. A lot of times we hire because we're already short staffed and we throw these people in and expect them to be magically engulfed in what we do and how we do it. And we are disappointed and they are frustrated when those things are not aligned. And then you take a second and go, oh, did we actually ever tell you exactly what we wanted to have happen? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how you lower the stress. Get, get rid of confusion. Um, make sure you've got time for training and ongoing training. Just because you're, you've are you been there for five years doesn't mean you still don't need training. We're always evolving and learning and looking for new and better ways to do things that, that elevate that patient experience. So we have to have that open mindset of, yeah, we could do it different. And there's more than one right answer. And how do we do what's best for us in this practice? And when we have really good communication, a solid system and some follow-up, your stress is lowered, just automatically lowered. Now I can be, I mean, dentistry's tough. So the phone's ringing off the hook, which is a good thing. That could be a little stressful. A difficult procedure, that can be a little stressful. But if the other stuff that happens every day, no matter what, and the people stuff is better, then your stress is lower. We're happier. We can take better care of our patients because we're in the right frame of mind.
1: I love it. Have you ever come upon a practice that has been stressed to the max and you've been able to watch, just kind of look at the whole picture, implement some new strategies in place and watch that entire practice calm
0: down a oh, little bit? Yes. It's so fun to watch too, because there, there's at such just that high level of, oh my gosh, everything is, everything's hard. Everything's stressful. It'll never work. Um, it's not gonna make a difference. And you just do one or two things to show them the light and you can kind of see it in in how they show up at the next team meeting and how they're interacting with each other and patience. And then you go, see, that was two things. Who's ready for two more things that we can do? And now they're like, yeah, what else? What else? Because now they know, hey, if we do some things differently, that was fun. That feels better. I can make it through the day now like this.
1: Yeah, no, that sounds great. So one thing you said when you very first started talking about stress in the dental office was that you kind of have to hold people accountable. And so how do you do that? How do you hold the team members accountable to the expectations that you've put in place for them?
0: Isn't that the magic bullet we all wish we had, right? Holding people accountable. Uh And And I'm going to go back to leadership. Everything rises and falls around leadership. And I have a a ladder system that I kind of created to share with the teams about accountability where we actually talk about what are the things in your way. If we're super clear on your expectations, your job description, um, those pieces, then how do we work together up this ladder to just recognize, okay, Maybe I'm fearful that keeps me from being accountable. I really don't know how to do it. I need more training. You know, those are the things that that people, uh, use and they could be very valid in reality to not do the things we need to do. So being able to have those conversations, open communication, that where it's okay to raise your hand and say, I need help. I know I'm supposed to be doing this and I know you have showed me three times, but I'm missing something because I, I can't figure out how to make it happen or I, I'm not doing it successfully. And I think sometimes pay, uh, people, our team members feel like, I can't ask for help. And so making sure that we've got that that piece uh, under control and then just work our way up the ladder till we we see it and we own it and now we do it. And that becomes the the kind of the magic piece. And then agreeing to help each other hold each other accountable. You know, that takes a lot of trust from a team to be able to say, hey, call me out. Come to me if I'm not doing it. Um, And then with the doctor as well, you know, how do we make sure, hey, you're holding us accountable, but why isn't Missy at the same standard as us? So what's different? How do we get that? And being able to have those conversations is huge.
1: That is Huge. huge. Part of that is just feeling like you're in a safe place to actually have that conversation without, you know, raised voices or, you know, being, feel like you're not being judged. It's like, sometimes maybe you have, you don't know, you haven't learned it or you haven't been taught something or like you say, why are they not being held to the same standards that those are hard conversations to have?
0: Yeah, they are so hard. And it does, it takes time in building the trust foundation first and that culture of, you know, we're all here for the same common goals and we have this, agree to have these same core values and then you can build on that. And then it's a lot easier and a lot less stressful to have those conversations. Nobody's perfect. We're not going to be perfect. So we have to get good at having these conversations.
1: That's awesome. I love that. You know, I was talking to a dentist actually last night at an event I was at and, he said, oh, yeah, I just hired two new team members and I probably need to hire a third one. And I just thought that is the story of your life, isn't it? Just trying to keep your team. I mean, a dentist's dream would be to hire a team that all got along and they stayed your team for a very long time. And that just doesn't happen in today's world anymore.
0: Those days are gone. <laughs> yeah, retaining top talent. I mean, you really you have to work at it. And, and people you know, moving and getting married and having babies. Those are all normal reasons that people transition out, but more often than not in the last you know, five years, people just leave. And I will say again, I, people quit people. They don't quit the business because they go into another dental office. They quit the people there for some reason, whether it was culture or money or how they, they were made to feel. Um, all of those things tie into why would you be looking for another home? It's not like they left dentistry and now they work at, you know, Amazon. They they quit people, not the field.
1: Well, and it seems like the culture today is you don't have the perseverance that I talked about that you have to just dig in and figure it out and just push your, you know, push through it and then love your team,
0: right? Yeah. Yes, take care of them. Yeah, take they, care of them. You have a much better chance of retaining them um, if you take care of your team. Your, your team should be your, uh, pay, treat them like your patient or your client because then they will take amazing care of your patients for you.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. So my next question is, what is it that motivates you to keep helping Dennis, Angela?
0: Oh, Um, I love, really love watching dentists really come into their own around leadership. They went to school to be great dentists, clinical dentists, and we know they don't know the business side very often, and they don't know the leadership side as well, Um, so really having them grow personally uh, is fun to watch, and then the ripple effect of that is watching team members Come into their own with more confidence, elevating their leadership styles, their communication skills, uh, which not only helps them in the practice, but so many people have said, Hey, I've used that at home with my husband, my kids, you know, family members having tough conversations. They learn these skills in the dental office, but it's not like you have to turn them off when you go out the back door and you use them at home. So I think just, you know, changing. Uh, one life at a time as they become better communicators and uh, team members learning how to do all that stuff. And that little leadership piece that each person on the team has an opportunity to develop and grow into. That's what I love.
1: I love that. When you think about it, those communication skills, they do go into every aspect of life, whether it's at home or day to day with your, you know, your office But just even Mm -hmm. in day-to-day dealings with other people that are outside of your family or outside of your team, it all goes together hand in hand. Absolutely. Well, I love that. So one thing I've learned from you today is that every dental team is different and there are strong teams out there, but then there are teams that just need a little nudge in the right direction of systems and leadership and and I feel like you are have been so hands-on with dental practices that you're a good solution to helping these dentists solve some of these issues so what is the best way to get a hold of you Angela I just would love for people to have the opportunity to work with
0: you Um, I know that you also have a book so tell us a little bit about that too yeah my book is called coming home to a better practice um creating your your home you're with these these people a lot of time you know four five days a week eight hours a day then if you do ce together you're spending a lot of time together so that's your family so it's coming home to a better practice and it talks about a lot of different stuff about building that that family that work family for you um you can find it on amazon easy to find um the best way to reach me you can call me or text me, my phone number is 813-690-7531. And just let let me know that you heard me on this podcast and I'm happy to do a complimentary uh, phone call with you just to to see what your your celebrations are as well as your challenges and see what we can do, get you on the right path. I love that, that
1: sounds wonderful. Well, it sounds like they, they can find your book on Amazon, which is great, and I love the title "Coming Home to Your Dental Practice" because you know you think about it when you're working with a team. You spend almost a lot more time with them than you do with even your own family. Yes. Sometimes you work very long days with your dental team, and and I love that your book is called "Coming Home" because really you do want your dental team to be like home for you.
0: Absolutely. Well, good. I did that.
1: is there any tips or tricks or anything you'd like to add before we end today Angela
0: you know I think that if you're listening to this podcast that means you want to grow and get better and I think that lifelong learners are in this group um, and that's what we want for our team and I know many doctors and team members you want the best for your patients so it's Oh, okay to have a coach or get some advice. Don't hesitate from that because that's how we all get better is, is learning what we don't know. Well, yeah. um, and work on communication. It's the hardest thing we do. I mean, the hardest crown prep got nothing on communicating with your team or your patients or having hard conversations. So we got to get really good at it.
1: Well, I love that you help Dennis and their teams learn how to be better communicators. Cause I feel like that is the key really to Keeping a team all on the same page, working together with the same common goals is how to communicate all of that so that no one's offended. Everyone feels like, okay, we're in a good, safe environment. We can talk about anything here. So I think that that's really great. Those are some great tips. Well, thank you for joining us today. And Angela, I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule for being with us today. And we hope everyone has a great rest of your week. Thank you, guys.
0: The purpose of this podcast is to interview the consultants within our eAssist consultant network. This podcast is for informational purposes only. For more details, please visit the homepage of this podcast platform at dentalbilling.com. Thanks for listening.